thank you for joining me. I am Nick uh, Flanagan. I am an older gentleman who lives in a home where his mother often can be found watching real time with Bill Maher, just mere steps away on a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, depending if she's watching it live or DVR'd it. But this is not a real time with Bill Maher um, discussion podcast. This is a podcast that discusses many things. It's basically my yarn, my story, my tales, and uh, I love sharing them with you. They're really fun. Uh, I don't have much to say right now except that I took a shower. And if you're looking at the video of this, uh, the shower didn't help. I look weird. I look crazed. My forehead is feels large. My hairline feels... Uh, vulnerable and uh, I'm covered in cuts I'm covered in shaving cuts and that one drives me extra nuts because because I bought a new razor I did what people want me to do I bought a brand new razor Mach 3 value priced not sponsors not a sponsor of the show but that's what I bought brand new Mach 3 turbo razors from a place near my house where you can get them for a song and I sang them Scarborough Fair, the Simon and Garfunkel interpretation of that wonderful traditional. Um, so I buy this new thing. Every time I shave with the new razor, it's violent. There's blood. There's guts. There's tears. And if I shave with an old reliable that I've been using for like the last, you know, 15 years, two months, seven months... Oh my god, the smoothness of that shave, you would not believe. I feel like it's been a while since I've hit the podcast scene with a new one, especially with a new solo one. <sighs> and the world is just, it just keeps going. Weird things just keep happening. People are dying, people are being born, there are massacres. I'll get to all of that soon. But what I'm really here to say is that I, um... I've been learning for a year now, training, studying, attention deficit, deficit, ADD, ADHD. Oh, the uh, disorders that I talk about a lot. I don't know why I do. I'm, I don't try to use them as an excuse. I'm not trying to say that's the reason why I slapped the preacher at your wedding not trying to say that's the reason when I took out the garbage I just threw it on your friend's porch emptied the tub of goo from the garbage receptacle on your friend's porch I would never do that but if I did do that I wouldn't say hey oh it's from the ADD wouldn't do it but what I would do if we were friends and you were talking to me and you were like hey Nick where you at I'd go, oh, sorry, it's hard. I got a, I got attention deficit disorder, and uh, it's hard for me. Nick, why is your face bleeding? Well, you know that might be because I got the attention deficit disorder, and you know, I'm shaving. Next thing you know, I'm thinking of, you know, the television shows, droids and Ewoks. 
And, uh, oh, wham! Sliced open my face. ADD. Um, I've been reading all these different books about it, as I've talked about on the podcast many a time. Uh, the newest one, I don't have... Oh, there it is. It's called Queen of Distraction. How women with ADHD can conquer chaos, something focus, defocus, and learn to live. Look, I don't like the way these books are marketed either. Ladies with ADD, this is how you can live. Obviously, it's talking about people with kids, uh, women with certain roles. I guess it's natural that women have um, certain roles in a household, I guess. Talks about shopping. This all feels very, you know, very general, which is why I'm reading these books about women with ADHD, because I actually think women who have um, attention deficit hyperactive disorder and attention deficit disorder, which is the one that apparently they, there are more women uh, with the inattentive style ADHD, uh, at least diagnosed, than there are with the other kind ADHD. And uh, I just think that their tips are probably going to be very applicable to every single type of person. Because, I don't know, women are kind of... They're into learning the nitty-gritty and figuring something out, whereas I, I think men are like, is the dam plugged? Okay, I plugged the dam back to masturbating. And that's not what we should be doing. Masturbating. <laughs> you shouldn't be masturbating. Do you know what happens when you masturbate? God dies every time someone masturbates. That's why there's so much evil in the world. Because people are masturbating so much that God is dying so much that that's when the evil can happen. So, don't masturbate. But if you do, please use Johnson's and Johnson's and Johnson's brand lube. Uh, because at some point when I make my million, I'm going to buy a company that has that name. And you're going to make, I'm going to make money off of you using that lube. Uh, that was gross. Gross little tangent. Anyway, women have ADD too. And yeah, there's just lots of things about this basically the cure for add according to all these books is put set as many alarms as you can in every room in the house constantly have the time displayed set alarms for every single action you do so it doesn't take too long i meant to start this whole thing recording process like 30 minutes ago 20 minutes ago and i got caught up with like a bunch of stuff plus i was trying to figure out how to live stream and that's weirdly complicated and then not complicated still trying to figure out how that goes yeah ADHD it's a it's a biatch because it just I, even when I talk about it so much I'm like is this an excuse like is it like am I just making some sort of long-form excuse am I depressed because of this or is that separate I mean, it's, it's such a long process of figuring out exactly what all of this is that I just sometimes think, why am I bothering? And then I remember, you know, you can get to know yourself a little better than you think. And um, the person you created in your teens and your 20s your, the identity you made might not actually be who you are at all a few years later 
a day later. So why hang on to it? What does all of that have to do with ADD? I don't know. AD, no. Oh, God. Phone's blowing up. Someone just asked me, how is it different for women? Well, I'm not a woman, so I would never deign to answer how ADD is different for women. Um, what the book is telling me is mostly relating to specifics for women, which are just juggling uh, a lot of roles and expectations and disappointment disappointing your, your children and stuff whereas I mean I would really if you're a woman who has ADHD I would love to know what your experience is I mean I think it is sort of universal when we talk about certain things disappointing those around us is, is not obviously limited to women like something only women feel bad about it's everybody I mean I really think that the assumption is that females have maybe more emotional intelligence to begin with and uh, so when that is not working, it could be a bit more traumatic. Mm, does that make sense? But yeah, I mean, I, I really think it's, from what I'm reading in this book, uh, I'm not really getting any kind of deep answers yet. However, there is a woman whose books I haven't read, whose name is Sari Solden, S-A-R-I-S-O-L-D-E-N, who is apparently um, very knowledgeable on this topic so you, you could look her up I tried to take her book out of the library but there's a lot of holds so won't be reading that for a while I also put a hold on Rutger Bregman's book the Dutch economist who hates who loves to criticize capitalism and I guess this is how he talks I've decided I am looking at myself in a webcam now, and my neck looks like it was just at a mosquito dance party. You know, it was just a dance floor at a mosquito social. I'm not happy with these cuts. It's a good thing that tomorrow I'm not going on Johnny Carson. However, I am taping this, so that's not good. <sighs> what else? My Friday was as bad as anybody's. For some reason, this shooting in New Zealand just just really got to me. More, I mean, not more than anything else. I mean, there are so many of these shootings, but obviously 50 people is just so many. And um, mosques and, you know, racial, racial violence on a planned scale, terrorism is what it is and as the story of what this was started to unfold and this fellow put out a manifesto it became evident this was someone who was sort of versed in the way people talk online versed in sarcasm versed in grandiosity and versed in you know not really necessarily being ser uh, being a, it's hard to figure out what is serious and what is funny is the wrong word but not to be taken at face value uh, this guy didn't 
get killed. So now he'll be, I don't know, defending himself? I haven't really read up on the thing. But he referenced Candace Owens. He referenced also the video game Spyro the Dragon, and he referenced Donald Trump. I'd be surprised if he thought much of any of those things. Spyro the Dragon, probably the least. He, that's too pleasant a video game for him to be interested in playing. But, yeah, the, um, the other stuff is just... Candace Owens was cited in the thing, his manifesto, as his biggest influence, which is obviously just not true, because I think everybody on every side of, except for the most blind people, in case you don't know who Candace Owens is, I actually was talking to my friend Chris Locke, I'm going to post that episode pretty soon, and he uh, didn't really know much about her, you know, she's just someone who markets herself as the african-american who is speaking to the black community to say let's let's get out of the democratic party they hate us but and then she talks about immigration she talks about all the talking points and she was obviously kanye referenced her and it made her way more famous um but she doesn't have particularly uniquely radical views like she's just someone who is saying all the exact things that that end of idea that ideological side believes and is making money and i think that's what she wants to be a millionaire which is you know so ingrained in i think so many americans minds as being a key thing to do that i think there's a lot of people who are not necessarily authentic in what their occupation is i can't really explain it but i just think there's it's grifter central. That's what I'm saying. Grifter after grifter. Especially in entertainment. Um, so, yeah. Uh, she's a grifter. And he said she was the most... Uh, the biggest influence for his shooting. And everyone's saying, you are an inspiration to this kind of thing. Look, she is part of a problem. A toxic thing, I think. In online discourse. In people using kind of like... Uh hot button issues to create essentially dissension you know um so so in that sense i think she's pretty bad but she's not directly responsible for 50 people getting killed you want to argue trump is sure okay why not but what it is, and what this guy really proved, is, is it's these corners of the internet where everyone is isolated and escalating each other's, I don't know if rhetoric is the right word, but if you go on the Donald Reddit, if you go on, uh, you know, Twitter and you find a certain corner of Twitter, you're going to see these people. They have anime or cartoon avatars. They talk about, you know little known deplatformed people like Sam Hyde or Emily Usis. Don't even bother looking them up. And uh, some of them, and they also, a lot of them promote wildly racist stuff. 
wildly anti-Semitic stuff and um, theories, long theories that if somebody is in a bad enough way, they'll read and go, oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, you're right. And it goes way deeper than Candace Owens being against anti-immigration, um, against immigration, you know, it goes, goes so deep that it just becomes people being like, on a, on a message board being like, someone should blow up something. And then we'll go, yeah. You know, it's more like that. I mean, there is an internet poster who keeps getting banned on Twitter, keeps coming back. This is someone who's been re with, with the sort of anti-Jewish, uh, you know, 20, yeah, just, just endless, endless anti-immigrant, anti-Jewish stuff. He's been retweeted by like various killers, you know? The, I think the mosque shooter in, in, in Quebec and also the uh, the guy who like killed his father and, and the other thing and then don't even forget about Dylan Roof don't forget about uh, that, that guy just recently who was like a neo-nazi like this is happening in America in westernized countries far more from white supremacist type people than from, you know, extremist or crazed Muslim people, for instance. That's happened, I guess, with the San Bernardino shooting, but that was years ago now, you know? And I guess you could say with, with Omar Mateen, was that the guy who shot up Pulse nightclub? But I think that guy was really sexually confused, and it didn't necessarily have to do with, you know, uh, racism. But this guy... <laughs> In New Zealand, it definitely does, and I guess he's trying to blame a wealth of different things so that there can be some sort of battle, end battle, some sort of Ragnarok. I don't think it's going to happen. Anyway, um, check out ContraPoints. She was uh, ContraPoints. Uh, Natalie Wynn, the, the YouTuber, is one of my favorites. And a uh, trans YouTuber who takes these very thoughtful and um, um, well-researched and sym sympathetic to a very, I mean, in only that they, she understands some of the emotions behind why, why, why people are adopting these worldviews online. Uh, so watch ContraPoint's video about incels, watch ContraPoint's video about the darkness, which is about dark humor which also relates deeply to the sort of uh, mentality that brings about um, this kind of, you know, ironic racism that's actually real racism. Dead baby jokes. I mean, it's not, uh, it's not cut and dry. The younger you are, the easier it is for you to say anything because you've experienced so little in most cases. And so it's kind of meaningless to say this stuff unless you're sensitive or uh, have been, been, it's been hammered home somehow that, that, you know, saying stuff's hurtful. So, you know, I, and I'm all there for a certain level of boneheadedness and not, they used to call skinheads boneheads back in the day. But I don't think, I'm not there for a racist skinheadness, but if you're a sharp which is the anti-racist skinhead? Oh, skinheaded, skinhead, skinheaded up. Keep on skinning. But 
yeah, I don't remember what I'm saying. I guess what I'm saying is the racist world adopted all the the way that funny, nihilistic, non-racist, just randos talked online. So they spoke in that language. And on top of that, they created an enemy, which are, you know, the people who want to, like, censor them or whatever. You know, people who hated gamers. People who hate edgy humor. And, uh... I don't know. It's all led to this bizarre, stupid manifesto. Frightening. You know? And I thought, you know, that... Oh, well, wouldn't it be great if Facebook and Twitter, LinkedIn, if they just made these, were forced to do these huge hires for people to, like, comb the dark corners of the Internet for the people who are, you know, militarized in in their (laughs) shitposting and their racism. But man, what does that bring up, right? That brings up further surveillance. That brings up, you know, these private companies possibly, you know, getting someone arrested who was from like some sort of misunderstanding of a meme. I don't know. And on top of that, yeah, it just seems like it's it could cut both ways and, and probably not be done right if it seems like how any company, corporation, or politician seems to operate. Um, I mean, I think maybe the next great politician will be someone who is a wicked cool forum moderator. That's my dream. What do you think of all that? you like it i liked it this has been fun um well i don't really have anybody in my youtube thing but i will take uh someone said were you just talking about that dutch historian who hates billionaires yes i was i was talking about um rucker bregman earlier i like rucker bregman i think he's cool um, I mean, I think it's all. I think everyone's cool. I just think the world is like super cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that I'm gonna have to call it a day. Let me know what you thought of all this. What I, what you thought of what I had to say. What you think of being alive? What you think of the world today? What you think the solution is? I'd love to know. And if you have any questions or comments, please hit me up. Weeklypodcast at gmail.com. W-E-A-K-L-Y podcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support me, a lot of people say, yo, I can't support you. 
I got my own things going on. You want me to support you monthly on Patreon? That would be great. Look up Nick Flanagan Weekly on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Nick Flanagan. Uh, but if you did want to just contribute one a one-time thing, you could uh, send some money to me via paypal.me slash Nick Flanagan Weekly. Just an idea. You don't have to, but you could. I'd really appreciate it. Thanks, everyone. Have the greatest life you've ever had. Flanagan Weekly Nick Flanagan Weekly